0: I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. I'm not your problem anymore. So, who am I offending now? You are my crown.
1: Ah, Taylor
2: I'm Swift. Is my, my favorite Taylor Swift song.
1: This is the new one with Bonnie Vere, is that yeah, right? It's that's pretty. right.
2: So, step yep. right out. There is no amount Whoa. of crime I can do for you. Anyway, it's called Exile. This is a week, by the way, that uh, Taylor Swift's allowed to uh, release her old material as long as she re records it all.
1: That is crazy. I did to some me. more
2: research into that whole thing, yeah. that, like how it's possible or what was exactly going down. So. If you don't know really the backstory, Taylor Swift was signed to a record label. It was called Big Machine Records. She did her first, like, bunch of albums there. Mm-hmm. And um, then she got kind of pissed off because they, uh, the guy who ran that record company, Scott Borchetta, sold the record company. And with it, the master recordings of Taylor Swift's work to Scooter Braun's company.
1: And didn't offer... Taylor the rights to her music,
2: right? Well, like, I, I don't know if she even had the opportunity, but she was upset that it was going to Scooter Braun because Scooter Braun at times represented Kanye West and has been kind of a thorn in Taylor Swift's side. Oh. She doesn't like him. They've had a lot of, like, difficult encounters. Mm-hmm. And then so to sell it to him, of all people, okay. it pissed her off. And then she was upset and then uh, then it turned into something much bigger. And then she discovered that while well, they own the master tapes, she's perfectly entitled beginning this week to re-record all her early albums. And then she would own the masters to that version of those songs. And there, then if a movie or a TV show or anyone wanted to license one of her songs... Mm-hmm. Well, they could go to Scooter Braun and get it from the master tape that she originally recorded, or they could go to Taylor Swift and she could sell them her new version.
1: I wonder which version is the better price.
2: Well, that then it turns into a whole other thing, right? Right,
1: like a bidding war. Well, It could
2: potentially, if she does, in fact, re-record all the stuff. It sounds like that was her intention. She was certainly throwing out that idea. I think her Taylor Swift uh, fans would be on board with that because mm-hmm. they just don't want to see her wronged. And it does seem like Sco- Scooter Braun was a bit of a douche to Taylor, so I can understand why she'd be upset and want to go down this road. What
1: happened there?
2: Well, I think Do part know? of it was the Kanye stuff because he was Team Kanye. Through Mm -hmm. a lot of that, Mm -hmm. and that kind of... Kanye
1: like came out and said that that was a dick move, what he did to her. And I don't know if you guys remember, but she was accepting, I think it was an MTV Video Music Award.
2: Yeah, when he got on stage.
1: And he took the microphone away from her when she was accepting her award and said that the award should have gone to Beyonce yeah
2: yeah yeah but that's and then after that though think of the Kanye song where he said asked her permission to use her in one of his songs and she agreed but then he later changed the tone of the comments he was making in the song Mm -hmm. that uh, she wasn't too impressed about and then there was the whole like Kim Kardashian Taylor Swift thing where Kim Kardashian had recorded the conversation and released part of it to try and make Taylor Swift look bad in that situation Mm -hmm. then the whole recording came out and then it proved that Taylor Swift Swift was right all along <gasps> that they had deceived her and what they were going to say about her in the song. Oh anyway, all that to say is Scooter Braun was on the other side of a lot of that stuff. And so I think she just doesn't like him and she wants to like be, you know.
1: Imagine not liking someone and them owning the rights to like the stuff that was prop I would think that that music would be so close to her because it was her first stuff.
2: Yeah, and I think it was all the stuff in the record company that was sold to Scooter Braun's company. Uh-huh. It And it just... It, incorporated her stuff as well but all the artists that recorded with him like they you know the master tapes would have transferred it was like a 300 million dollar deal it was a big deal yikes anyway so we'll see if we're gonna get some new old stuff from Taylor Swift new uh,
1: old stuff
2: (laughs) not too distant future Um, is it possible that Jason Momoa is in love with a 72 year old woman
1: I don't think so isn't he married to Lisa Bonet
2: yes but would that stop him from falling in love with a 72 year old woman?
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh,
2: police are investigating now why a grandmother who's 72 uh, is claiming that she's in love with Jason Momoa. Mm. Um, apparently, they talk for hours on the phone. Uh, they exchange text messages and uh, have even had like video conversations, which is a little weird. Her son. Mm-hmm noticed something was up and said, like, what's going on here? Yeah. He says she's of sound mind. Well, and it's not like she's demented or, like, you know, having Alzheimer's or or something. Like, she's of sound mind, mm-hmm. and she's convinced that she's communicating with Jason Momoa. And by the way, here's the thing. He has since uh, asked her to handle some money, okay? Oh, so God. Jason Momoa, allegedly... In the eyes of the grandmother,
1: uh huh,
2: um, is going to get divorced with uh, Lisa Bonet, and he's trying to get some money out of some accounts. Oh dear! Before it's up for grabs in the divorce.
1: Well, this is clearly a romance scam.
2: Yeah, well, it's it's a little weird though. Because Jason Momoa is actually transferring the money into her account, and it's not that he's saying, oh, we're getting divorced and all my money's locked down, and can you transfer me some money, which is how these things you'd normally think they would work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bank records show that this uh, guy who's playing the role of Jason Momoa, like, obviously it's not him. Uh, he's made two deposits, one for $30,000 and one for $50,000. And what? this is money that he that uh, this guy is claiming is going to be used so they can buy a house and live happily ever after.
1: I was pretty sure you were going to say, sh- you know, all he needed to make that deposit was all of her bank information. Yeah. And then she gives the bank information, he cleans her out, disappears.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to do a little more digging into exactly what they think is going on here, but what the bank records show is that a 30000 deposit went into to her an account and then a week later a $50,000 deposit. Holy. Then Jason Momoa asked that that money be transferred to another account. Um, so it, essentially it almost seems like they're using her to launder money or to move money around. Oh my God. Um, her son was like super paranoid that she might be like incriminating herself by handling this money and then moving it to somewhere else uh authorities say that because she didn't keep any of the money that Mm. she transferred all of it that she may still get out of this with like no issues and um but they don't really know exactly what's going on i have some audio here's the 72 year old woman
0: he promised me a future with him so that's what i'm looking forward to and he tells me he loves me and i tell him i love him back i just believe it's him
2: like, she can't be convinced that it's not him right. because of the engaging conversations and everything they've done so far.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the son. Of course, he's telling her everything she wants to hear that she probably hasn't heard in years. And, of course, it's a celebrity. She don't think she's doing anything wrong.
1: Mm, that's scary. Because to- you're worried about your mom and you hear this stuff happening all the time that... They get scammed and it's very convincing. And then the next thing you know, your bank account is completely cleared out.
2: I just feel like there needs to be such harsh penalties for these people that are taking advantage of old people. It's just, it's almost like, you know, it's. In some respects, it's like taking advantage of a child mm-hmm. where the, the penalty should be much greater. Do, do you guys st- still get the calls like a few times a week from Revenue Canada or whatever the scam is? Absolutely.
1: There? Actually, I remember when I first moved to Montreal, it was really hard for me to get a part time job because I couldn't speak French. But one thing that a lot of university students were doing in Montreal that were in my situation and couldn't speak French was uh, becoming a telemarketer. And they were scams. Like you would call someone and say, congratulations, you've just won this. I just need your credit card information. And I literally remember going for a job interview at a call center and sitting down. The guy made me read a script <laughs> cold. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, this sounds great. All these <laughs> prizes that this person won. He's like, yeah, yeah. you call them and. He was definitely scummy, you know, the, ev- everything had a stink to it.
2: Yeah, don't they call those, uh, are they called, bunnies? would probably know, like boiler rooms or something like that? Oh, you, I have no idea. Oh, okay, where you have these rooms of people all on phones, phones just yeah. like scamming people scamming. over and over again. So yeah. I
1: went home and I uh, told my mom that I, he hired me on the spot, I don't think he of had to have too many qualifications, I told my mom I had just got this job and what it had entailed. And she said to me you know, anytime you, you make a call, I just want you to think about your grandmother on the other end. Mm-hmm. And...
2: So I was, you knew it was a scam? No, I didn't
1: know that. I honestly wanted to believe it. And then my mom said that and I was like, okay, I can't do this. And lo and behold, before my very first shift, I got a call from the radio station I was an intern at and they had an availability to work the graveyard shift just running the equipment. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> I will work the graveyard shift running the equipment. That's an honest living right there. Yeah. But it's tempting. It's tempting to uh, to go down that road and scam people. But yeah, how how can On they... S-
2: service Canada. Purpose of this call is regarding enforcement actions, which has been executed by the Department of Justice against your social insurance number. Mm. You know, like, I get these calls all the time. That Awful. one uh, was yesterday at Awful. 9.30 in the morning. It's crazy In some cases Those like The ones you're talking about mm-hmm. There is a legit prize Per se But then you, you get You're sucking people Into buying like other things in order to claim that package like oh yes uh, you've won a free cruise from Miami it's three nights Mm -hmm. and maybe that cruise costs the company like you know 300 bucks or something because it's on some like low budget cruise line but you got to buy the airfare through them and the price is all inflated and then they're you know it's like a sales scam that way in other cases it's just like a flat out scam Mm
1: -hmm. well you know I almost got scammed by the water heater guys too came to the door and it was so convincing you think you're never going to fall for that and they knock on the door and they're they're wearing protective like vests yeah uh, dress uh, clipboards they got a clipboard and anytime you ask a question they try to distract you I remember him saying, uh, when I started saying, sorry, who are you with? The guy said, oh, uh, before we go any further, I'd like to introduce you to uh, an employee in training next to me. This is Jim. He'll be here with me, um, just uh, overseeing and shadowing me today. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Hello. Uh, Nice to meet you. And then there's like a team of 10 of them coming down the street. He says, we're doing the whole street. The city sent us. We're doing the whole street today. And you're like, okay. Yeah.
2: Wow, all right. Yeah, you're a new homeowner, you don't know all this I stuff. I had no
1: idea. I literally let them down into my basement and asked them again what the company name was, typed it into my phone while they're talking to me and just saw scam come up. <laughs> scam and then I'm like
2: <laughs> So then, how, then how do you, yeah, what do you do? Though? How do they're I get your these house?
1: guys out of my house? What really upsets me is that the guy, I didn't sign anything. I'm like, you know, I'm going to have to go over these materials. Uh, Why don't you just leave your reading material with me and I'll go over Mm -hmm. it. And he wrote his phone number on the top and he said, if you have any questions, you can call me. And I wish I would have saved it for the show. And then we could have called him.
2: Just all the time. And
1: just (laughs) scammed him somehow. (laughs) But you know, he complimented me too. When I answered the door, he asked me if the... uh, the what how did he word it like the owner if the parent or guardian or owner of the house was was home,
2: yeah, yeah, like you were too young to have owned that house yes. too young and pretty <laughs>
1: yeah. I was quite taken by that compliment. Yeah.
2: I don't uh, I don't give anything to anyone who comes to my door, even if it's a legit charity. There's just too many scams out there. People mm-hmm. come by and saying, hey, we're raising money for this. And I'm like, great cause. Uh, send me the information yeah. uh, through email. I'll give you an email address. Yes. Like, oh, but we're doing this right now. I'd be like, I don't care. I don't give money to anyone at the door. Mm-hmm. There's too many scams out there. I don't care if it's like... Uh, you know, a charity that I believe in, like let's say the Children's Hospital or something, they mm-hmm. want to raise money. It's like, okay, I'll do it all online myself. Send me the information.
1: I feel like door-to-door stuff, even if it is for a great cause, it's just, it, it isn't right because is just it. its not right because it has been abused so many times. That's like, right. And, also and they have
2: cards, you know, and vests. Yes. So that must make them official. You yeah. know, oh, well, that's laminated. Mm. You must be with like... The Miracle Network or whatever. How do you know? And that vest? How would you get a vest? <laughs> you know? like they have these like and they're things. all matching vests. And a clipboard? <laughs> you can't get that unless you work for a charity. Yeah. And people seem pissed off that I say that, but I'm like, you obviously have no idea what it's like and how many people come by. Mm-hmm. I mean, bonus, you're lucky you live in a condo. That probably doesn't happen to you where people are coming door to door.
0: no. But I have no patience for any of that stuff. Like, I'm so rude to people. It's it's actually probably like wrong. But like, I give. <laughs> People no time of day. Yeah. Ever. Like if anybody calls my phone, I immediately hang it up. If I don't know, if I don't recognize that number, if it's not yeah. saved in my phone. Anybody was to knock on my door, I would slam that door in their face. Like I, it, I just have no patience. I don't anybody. even answer
1: the door. Like that's what I started doing at my old place. Yeah. Which is more like your neighborhood, where houses are really back to back to back. Yeah. And uh, it would be a perfect neighborhood to canvas if you were looking for money, right? So I just stopped answering the door at a certain point and I had to put the no soliciting sign up because it just got so yeah, But bad. does that work? It does, does. Really? To a certain extent, uh, it, it stopped a few people. Cause I used you-
2: to have one. It didn't stop anybody at my last house. And now that I've been in a house for almost five years, I didn't bother putting one up because these scammers don't care about that.
1: Well, they're acting like they're not soliciting. This is official work. This is uh, city work that we're doing here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. As part of our uh, podcast, we thought it'd be fun uh, when we just have like bonus material things that like we just had too much of. It's
1: like the bonus round,
2: the bonus round uh, <laughs> for different features that we do on the show. We thought we'd bring you a bonus edition of Tucker and Mora's "What's Up." So let's do that right now. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up? What's up with Tucker and Mora? What's up? What's up?
1: What's up? What's up? It was election day in the U.S. Was it Tuesday? I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Blur. So, New Jersey, at the same time, became the latest state to legalize recreational marijuana. That story was probably buried under all the uh, election news. Yeah, they, were, they weren't
2: <laughs> the only state. I think there was at least another five, maybe. Really? Yeah, that uh, joined. I mean, I think this is good news because my sister lives in New Jersey uh, most <laughs> of the time. Really? I mean, they're placed in London, England right now for like a... Her husband's working there for a little bit, but they're supposed to come back within a year. So if I go down there to visit them...
1: <laughs> I was like, where is this headed? Oh, I see. I when to You go, go meet to go some guy on the corner. Right. Not that I would. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to smuggle...
2: Yeah, I would never do homegrown that. homegrown
1: across the border. I mean,
2: I don't care that much, uh-huh. but it would be kind of handy.
1: But if you're down there... If
2: you're down there, just outside of New York City... There you go. Maybe you fly to Newark, you pop by a place, then you cross the bridge into Manhattan... The rest is
1: history. So according to Google data, everyone in New Jersey started Googling how to roll a joint when legalization happened. There was a 2,800% increase in searches for that phrase over four hours on Tuesday night. Not election coverage. How to roll a joint. That's which such is- an
2: old thing.
1: It's interesting. I don't know if that was, like, people who smoke weed regularly who just wanted to fine-tune their joint rolling, or if that was a bunch of newbies that now realize, you know, they don't have to go to some random's basement to buy marijuana, and they're going to actually try it now because they can do it legally. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, rolling joints... Seems to be something that people don't really do much anymore. With all the different devices you can use to smoke marijuana, you get like the pens with the oil in it. The vape, yeah. The vape pens. You get vaporizers where you just pack some ground up weed in there. You got a bong. You got your bongs. (laughs) You got your dibs. You got your I don't even know what a dab is. What is a dab? I don't know.
1: Dab. Throw your arm. Oh, it's a, no. yes. oh no, 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 it's, it's a dance move. No, no, no. That's true about dance. It's a dance move, yeah. You're
2: you got dabbing nabs. Your I don't know. What was the thing that someone asked you if you wanted to do on the street the other day when you walked by them? Like shatter. All- shatter, yeah, you got your shatter.
1: Yeah, I was I thought he meant Crack, And I was like...
2: <laughs> yeah, someone comes up to you and they say, hey, you want to do some shatter? You're imagining crystal meth or crack or something, right?
1: Yeah, glass. What's glass? Is that...
0: Glass is crystal
1: meth. Yeah. Okay. So shatter, I was just thinking shatter, well, glass. It's like sh-
2: shitty crystal meth. Shitty crystal meth. <laughs> That's all shatter. What shattered. a
1: crazy thing to ask me, too. Some <laughs> random guy on the street is like, hey, you want to do some shatter? I'm like, yeah. no. So I came home and told my husband, I just got asked to do some shatter. Is that crystal meth? What is it? <laughs> and he's like, oh no, that is a very potent kind of marijuana. It's like, I don't know, it, it, it almost becomes like a sticky glass-like substance and then you smoke it like you would hot knives. You know hot knives, how people smoke um People hash. don't
2: use smoke hot knives anymore, do they?
1: Well, it ruins your knives, that's for sure. Well, do, and then your do, mom do, comes do, to visit for <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner she's like, what's wrong
2: with my silverware I gave you? If you don't know what a hot knife is... <laughs> Essentially you would need to have An old school stove That has those coils
1: Yes
2: (laughs) The coil elements Uh Because you'd literally Stick knives into the coils And let them sort of balance there Crank it up to high Mm. The the knife metal Almost like you would Branding an animal You get it so hot that it's red Yes And then you put like A little piece of hash In between the two knives And squish it And suck the smoke That comes from that Into your lungs Which Seems like a lot of work I'll be honest with you At university I was at a party, and they were doing hot knives, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it seems like it's dangerous, <laughs> and also not very enjoyable. No. It seems like a harsh way to yes. ingest hash.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember we used to do it with pop cans when we were younger. Pop can hot knives, or no, a uh, pop can uh, pipe. Yeah, you use a pop can. Sure, you, you pop some holes in it, and then you get a plastic water bottle, and you cut cut a little bit out and you kind of fasten it onto the pop can. You heat up the pop can and then what? you suck through the top of the, the, the empty yeah, water bottle. Yeah, it's a bottle. homemade bomb. It's yeah. a bomb. Yeah. But I mean, that Actually. at least
2: it's like when you have the water, it kind of tones down the harshness of it. Hot knives, it's just pure hash smoke mm. in your lungs.
1: Right, so there's no water to kind of cool yeah. it down. Yeah. yeah, I'm not into consuming marijuana in that way or or, or hash.
2: Did I re- you remember... <laughs> um, Speaking of smoking weed in harsh ways, uh, what was that thing you would do, where someone would put a joint in their mouth backwards and have the flame (laughs) in their mouth, and then they would blow out the other end into somebody else's mouth? But in order to accomplish that, you'd literally have to have the burning ember inside your mouth with your lips around. Stinger, super. We called it a super. Oh, super. It was. They're called stingers, I think.
1: Don't people do that with like cigarettes too?
2: Well, I, I, you can do it with anything—a cigar, <laughs> probably a pipe. How stupid is that? <laughs> it's, so it's just stupid. so your lips get close to each other. Oh, well, it, it just—it's like people are always trying to find new ways to get fucked up, and I don't <laughs> understand what was wrong with the traditional ways. Mm. It's the same thing. Doing a stinger with weed—the alcohol equivalent would be like those people that pour vodka into their eyeballs. Ugh.
1: I can't handle which that, which
2: I think can blind you can get you buzzed or something? Or can't you also give yourself a booze enema? Mm-hmm. And, and why? throw booze up your butt? Yeah, you can snort cocaine up your
0: butt too. Snort cocaine? How do you, How do you snort, snort, cocaine? snort up? Cocaine? That was Stevie Nicks' thing because she had like uh, her septums, her deviated septums were, were ruined because of the amount of cocaine she, she did. Mm. She used to get her assistant to take a straw and blow cocaine up her ass. Stop it. You guys <laughs> don't this, know this? This cannot be a true Are you serious? story. You're yeah. a fucking I'm not. This is 100% true. She would have somebody
2: uh, blow cocaine into her ass. Google it, man. It's 100% real. Just because it's
1: on Google, it's real. If I was her assistant. Let's add this to
2: the list of things that I have on my work computer that we've Googled. (laughs) Stevie Nicks. Nick's,
1: Straw. Straw. Assistant. cocaine, Cocaine.
2: Assistant. Blow. But
1: Yeah but But yeah Let's see What the, comes
2: up The 10 greatest Rock and roll myths
1: Myths Bundes. Well no.
2: Okay Fleetwood Enema Urban Dictionary <laughs> <laughs> It's there. They've actually re- They've named the process After Fleetwood Mac the, the It is Fleetwood- rumored That the singer Fleetwood Mac Stevie Nicks Had such a cocaine problem That it ruined The inside of her nose Instead of kicking The habit She had people Blow cocaine In her ass With a straw Thank you And then to use it in a sentence uh, Man, my nose is completely stuffed up right now But I still want to get high Will you give me a Fleetwood enema? (laughs) Really? Yeah Yeah. Fleetwood enema I mean, is it true? What assistant would
1: agree to that? Uh, I just got your dry cleaning back And uh, picked up uh, your dinner And uh, I'm ready for the enema
0: It's the 70s, man Rock and roll cocaine was the thing Everybody was doing it Stevie Nicks What are you going to say, no to Stevie Nicks? Yes (laughs)
1: Yes <laughs> If she's like Straw Cocaine okay, wait a second. I'm going <laughs> to say no So
2: in terms of uh, So the Guardian did an article on this And there's a whole bunch of uh, Different things Like sort of like the Rock and roll myths Like Michael Jackson And the Elephant Man story Didn't you buy like the bones From the Elephant Man Where he offered like $50,000 for the remains Anyway I'll give you the Stevie Nicks uh, Breakdown mm-hmm. Um Stevie Nicks denies it In 2001 She says It's absurd Maybe it came about Because people n- knew I had such a Big hole in my nose uh, Let's put a belt Through my nose Because that's how big The hole is What? So she just talks Through Oh I don't know
1: So she Does she admit to Like being a cocaine addict?
2: Yeah 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 yeah. yeah 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 yeah, she says it's absurd. It didn't happen.
1: And does she have a huge hole in her nose? Is that what happens if you that, do a lot Yeah, I, I think it breaks cocaine, it down. Yeah. yeah. God.
2: Your then, nose isn't meant to have all that stuff be shot up it.
1: Yeah, it's just a little ball of cartilage, isn't it? Yeah. Now that's that why I- you go, gotta go to the butt. Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> man. That's crazy. That's disturbing That's when you know You know what I got a problem I gotta see somebody For some help
2: Did your <laughs> opioid addiction Ever make it to your butt In any capacity no, Never made it to the
0: butt Okay never.
1: But people do crush them And snort them Right And yes. that, I yeah. think that's next level Like if you really Want to get messed up Like you it,
0: Well like the the Like Percocets And Oxycontin pills They have time releases On them mm-hmm. So if you want To get rid of the time release And just get hit Right away Yeah you can That's why them.
2: someone Would do that Yeah
0: you can choose them up and swallow it or you can
2: snort them okay snorting is like yeah well essentially it's the same thing because it ends up in the same part right doesn't it
0: yeah
1: are you guys ready for the topics we like to pretend we're experts on
2: oh this should be interesting
1: huh I feel like I need my special music for this yeah because I've got the top nine topics we pretend we're experts on not ten but nine
2: Okay, are we starting at number nine We're then? starting
1: at number nine. We pretend we're experts. What do you think
2: the number one thing would be? Oh yeah, take people a guess. People think they're an expert at...
1: Um... What if people think they're an expert at the most? Everybody, everybody. Sex!
2: Oh yeah, oh. everyone thinks they're really good in bad. Good in oh. bad or something uh, like uh, music maybe?
1: It's so interesting because sex is actually not in the top nine things. Well, trivia,
2: maybe. People think they're trivia experts. (laughs) Trivia? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what the last time I heard someone brag about being an expert in something. I'm going to go with uh, pop culture. Pop culture. Well,
1: actually, pop culture comes in at number nine. Celebrities and gossip. Okay. That's what people think they know a lot about. Number eight is cooking. People love to pretend they're an expert on cooking. Man, I oh could, yeah! Oh, that would, I'm surprised soup? that's
2: not number one. To be honest oh. with you, all the home cooks and all yes. the shows are people. I mean, there seems to be a bottomless pit of people <laughs> that are interested in being like professional chefs who are just home cooks. Because every single cooking show involves people like that.
1: Yeah, I wonder if real chefs get really pissed about that all these
2: Well no amateurs. because the real chefs get jobs as judges on all these shows and they become superstar chefs as a result. Yeah, yeah. Like would would we know who half of them were if they weren't it didn't have these like cooking show you're contests. You're right.
1: You're right. It's a lot yeah. of just like chefs with like one or two restaurants that now are like international stars because of those shows. Okay. Number 7, books. You pretend you're an expert on books. Okay. Number 6 this is a big one, wine.
2: Oh, yeah
1: Oh, yeah I remember when we went out to a, a vineyard in Niagara With our old producer, Wilson And he asked if they had a Chianti
2: Oh, yeah And <laughs> I don't know if Bundes sure. is wine But you know what the joke is there? Chianti? No What's Okay, yeah So, like, for most people, it's a legitimate question Sure cause You cause like that's the Chianti? Kind of, that's You've had kind of some nice ones? Yeah They ask you what you want You ask if they have one Chianti, it's Italian
1: it's and a region, yeah. It's a
2: region. So it's it's like asking for a Bordeaux. Yeah. But the thing is is that in Niagara, it's all Niagara wines. Oh, so yeah. the guy the guy laughed and said to him what did he say you must be joking or this must be a joke? This
1: yeah. Yeah, you must be joking is what he said back yeah, it to Yeah, made him.
2: him feel like a total asshole. Yeah, so actually, and an idiot. The
1: waiter was pretending he's an expert on wine. I know several waiters who say it's all a show. It's all fake. They don't really unless you're dealing with a sommelier. Yeah. Then they only really know about the wines they're they're carrying at that restaurant and they yeah. only know a few flavor profiles and about what it. they
2: memorized on the bottle.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Five people like to pretend they're experts on other countries. That's number 5.
2: That's a weird one.
1: Number 4, this is so true. Everyone likes to pretend we're an expert on sports.
2: Yes. Everyone likes to weigh in on
1: the decision you would make If you were coach of that team
2: I just like to know enough so I can be a part of the conversation I don't pretend to be an expert
1: Number three, politics We pretend we're experts on politics I certainly don't
0: Nobody's an expert on politics. No.
2: Well, there are people. Nah, not political even scientists and they, stuff.
0: Look at the election. They got that all wrong. All the polls, all the political But that's polls. Polls are always going to
2: be wrong cuz they can never call enough people and people sometimes lie. You you you're basing it on people cuz I, I I was listening to these Trump supporters who were joking in a in a news report saying yeah. that when anyone calls and tells the, ask them who they're voting for, they always say Biden. Just because they're trying to
0: Screw mess it. with the system a oh, little really? bit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, who actually? Have you ever got a call to take like a like a survey yes. like that? Yeah. And, and did you take part?
2: Uh, I've probably done it like once or twice. They sold me on it. I but don't
1: like taking part in any surveys. Yeah. You but know? you know,
2: like. Our radio ratings are based on people answering their phones And And like agreeing to be a part of the radio ratings I know So sometimes like if I have time I'll answer some questions
1: It is nice that people say yes to that When people call Uh, Number two We're down to the top two topics We like to pretend we're experts on In at number two is movies Movies Yeah And number one
2: I'm surprised that beat out sports and wine
1: Yeah and number one, the number one thing we like to pretend we're experts on, it is so funny because you said this, Tucker. Yeah. Music.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I'm surprised sailing didn't make the list. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It should have you. I am an expert at that.
1: Yeah, we yeah. know. Trust me. We know. Well, you got to put
2: in your 10,000 hours, guys. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be experts, too.
1: It's true. You just put in 10,000 hours at anything and you are an expert at it.
2: You know, it's funny, though. Like, you, when you get really good at something... It's, you, and I'm sure you felt this way about figure skating You forget what it's like to learn it And you feel like it's easier to learn than it actually is In some cases Right,
1: because it's second nature to you But now when I get yeah. on my skates like My feet have changed since I had the baby mm-hmm. So my skates don't fit me as well anymore I'm always on some crappy ice surface that isn't ideal Because I'm at an outdoor rink with my daughter yeah. And I feel like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm a jabroni on these skates but, like, literally, I used to be able to do a double sow cow with my hands tied behind my back.
2: What's the double sow cow? So that, like, a Lutz?
1: No, Lutz is a toe jump, sow cow okay. is an edge jump.
2: Okay. <laughs> Does it look the same, though? Probably. If you don't know what you're doing?
1: Probably to a jabroni like you. Yeah, yeah. It would look the same,
2: yes. See, I realize it when I let someone steer my sailboat while we're sailing. Oh,
1: and yeah. And sometimes
2: it's just like, you think, oh, you just do this and that, and then but you would, it's like riding a bike in the sense that you have to lean one way mm-hmm. before you actually tip over like sailing you have to start compensating before the boat moves you have to almost feel it and you get used to feeling it and so when i steer in a straight line i'm moving the wheel left and right over and over again up and down up and down and when someone takes over they react to the boat moving and then it's too late oh so and it's then it's almost like, like someone trying to drive a car yes that is lost control where you're you're a step behind the oh, whole time okay. gotcha
1: yeah, I know my husband really enjoyed grabbing the wheel for a bit on your boat. Yeah, Matt did a good loved job. it. Did a
2: good job. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. And uh, make sure to subscribe to it if you get a chance. And uh, leave a review if you can too. Always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Just checking it out is amazing. And, you know, the fact that you take the time to listen to us outside of just when you're. Stuck in the car in the morning Yeah, we appreciate it so much And we'll leave you with Taylor and Bon Bear And a song called Exile Talk to you again
0: I think I've seen this film before So i the side